Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Will the Conservative Party convention about to wrap up in uh, Quebec City? Uninvited guests showed up in the persons of two Liberal cabinet minister, one of them being uh, Stephen Gilboa, the federal environment minister. Let's talk now with Peter McKay, who gave the uh, endorsement speech for um, Pierre Polyev yesterday. Peter, of course, the former attorney general, minister of justice, also foreign affairs minister and minister of national defense. The big question for many is, will Peter McKay run in the expected 2025 election or even sooner? Peter, thank you very much. Uh, how are you? Roy, it's always a pleasure, and I'm, I'm well. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Um, your speech endorsing uh, Mr. Polyev, I would imagine it's quite clear he would like you to return to federal politics. So let me ask you, first of all, are you considering that? Well, Roy, as I, I think I've said to you and, and others, uh, I'm not pining to get back in politics. I spent 18 years of my life uh, as an elected official. And I'm uh, content in the private sector. I've got three small kids, uh, a very supportive spouse. But I'm not ruling anything out. And, and why would I? But I, I have no immediate plans to come back. No. A few people have asked me since I mentioned that you were going to be on the air with me today, reminded me about your famous quote after the 2019 election, which I think was absolutely correct, about the party missing an empty net. It still resonates. What's different, Peter, about the Conservative Party of today versus the party of 2019, and for that matter, 2021? And what's different about your leader today versus Andrew Scheer and Aaron O'Toole? Well, look, these are all good questions. I think the, the first thing I'd have to point out is that was an after-election uh, comment that was perhaps flippant, but somewhat accurate, missing an open net. It was, it was meant to simply state that it was an election that we should have won, and I, I could argue that We've, we've missed the last two. And uh, what feels different, frankly, is that there seems to be much more focus, I dare say, even more discipline within the party. We've matured on some of these issues that, uh, you know, I won't I won't use the expression again, but those that were hung around our neck in previous campaigns that were meant to scare the electorate to suggest somehow there was an extreme and dangerous fringe to the Conservative Party, and they did that to Stephen Harper as well. I don't get the sense that this is how people are looking at Pierre Polyev and the Conservative Party. They're looking to us with a sense of hope and optimism that we will focus on issues that are most important in their lives. Affordability, the cost of a home, skyrocketing taxes, interest rates that are punishing people, the job market. These are the bread and butter issues, frankly, that have always been the place where conservatives could contribute most. And Pierre Polyev, I think, is is dialed in on solution. And and that's the key, Roy. Let, let's be frank. In politics, there's a lot of rhetoric on all sides. But who is going to be able to actually pull the country out of the doldrums get people back to work, get the country back on track. We are not living up to our potential as a country, nor do we we have the sense that this is a country that uh, that is productive, is constructive, is uh, is competing in ways that will create more prosperity and, and allow young people to live out their dreams. And, and that's not rhetoric, that's reality. Yeah, I don't think, Peter, that I've seen this country 
as disconsolate as it is today, as concerned as it is today. We have more than 50% of Canadians unable, saying they may be unable to come up with $200 to meet their obligations at the end of the month. We just spoke with the Chartered Accountants of Canada last weekend, and uh, 24% of Canadians say for them to raise $500 to meet their obligations in a 24-hour period, they would have to sell something or they would have to borrow money. So we're in a situation where people are desperate. Uh, what's the, Peter, what's the policy, what's the way then to create the environment and the dynamic to provide the hope? People want more than slogans. They want direction. They want understanding. They want programs. Well, I think, you know, it would take me a little while to, to walk through a number of the policies and initiatives that have been discussed and debated here at this convention. Pierre Polyev's speech uh, is, is a good recitation of some of that formula that you're asking about, but it, it's some practical things. He's framed it in common sense terms, Roy, and, and some of that around housing involves, you know, working in a more productive way with municipalities and provinces because this does span different levels of government. Selling off a lot of government land and, and government buildings also, to me, seems like a very practical way to make more space available. It's bizarre to me how quickly this housing crisis has snuck up on us. And it has a lot to do, of course, with more people coming to this country. And yet there's also a sentiment to come back to your earlier point about people feeling desolate. I've talked to a a number of folks who came here with great optimism and hope in their hearts, and they're leaving. They're actually Mm -hmm. now pulling up stakes and going to the United States or or another place to, to live out their dreams. That's not the Canada that we've grown up with, and that's not our country's character. It's not our future. We have to address our economy first. And drowning in debt, both personal debt, provincial and federal debt, is going to drag our country down further. And so, you know, it's that old adage of when you're in a hole, stop digging. We cannot continue down this path of spending money indiscriminately, of not having proper oversight of our public service of not being conscious of the fact that we're li- we have been living beyond our means as a country. Yeah. A significant percentage of immigrants to Canada leave after or within the first 10 years because they become disillusioned, um, unhappy with, the, with what they experience in this country. What would, uh, what's your party's view on the numbers of immigrants coming to Canada? Mr. Trudeau has said by 2025, It'll be 500,000. We know there's more, more than that when we talk about students and uh, folks with, with permission to be in the country. But actual immigration at 500,000, what's your party's policy on that? Well, it, it has not been said as yet, but we are very much a pro-immigration party. Always have been going back uh, generations within conservative uh, movements. And, and look, there's no question that immigration has, uh, has been the foundation of building our country. People come here with tremendous skills, tremendous, uh, you know, sense of hope and, and uh, drive that, that has built our country, built many professions. And that has to continue. What the proper number is, isn't as important as trying to calibrate the skills and the opportunities that people need and want when they come to Canada. We don't want nor nor should new immigrants to Canada expect to come here with credentials that are not recognized, that are not embraced. 
We have doctors in this country driving cabs, and that's not to, to put any uh, shade on, on a cab driver. But we, we want people with those professions to be able to exercise them and, and practice the professions. And there are, there are professional organizations, the College of Physicians and others, that, that have been exclusionary. So that's, that's not entirely on government, but it is one element uh, of what you're asking about in terms of how do we get people into the workforce, which is a critically important part of immigration. People come here and they want to work. Stephen Gilboa will try to crash your convention, environment minister. Uh, well, I guess he's, uh, he hasn't uh, spent enough time wrecking the oil sector in, uh, in Western Canada. He thought he'd come and hang out with some conservatives. I, I thought it was quite bizarre, actually, how aggressively he and others have been trying to cast aspersions on Pierre Polyev and the party. I would uh, suggest he should just go back to trying to do his job, his own job, uh, which he's not very good at. For a victory, he your party... bike, by the way, either. He, uh, he pulled up in a, in a car, and, um, you know, wanted to lecture everybody about greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, doctor, heal thyself. Okay, for a victory, party has to increase its share of the Ontario vote particularly 416 and 905 area codes. I'm going to be asking in a few minutes for our Ontario listeners to call in and tell us what their voting intentions may be. What's the message of the Conservative Party of Canada to 416 and 905? Well, take a look at the the practical, thoughtful, costed policies of the Conservative Party compared to what you've seen in the last eight years. It, It is a choice. And uh, there is no question that many of these same issues around affordability and housing and tax burden uh, have to be top of mind for people in, in that part of the country. I spent you know, the last five years living in Toronto. Um, I've seen it decline. I, I have seen the struggles that people are experiencing there, as in other parts of the country. This carbon tax in particular has been very punitive for people who have to commute and don't have the choice, or in some cases, as in rural Canada, don't have the the opportunity to use public transit or alternative fuel sources. So it is that type of punitive tax where we are pulling money out of family incomes and people's pocketbooks uh, on the under the guise of lowering greenhouse gases, which isn't happening, by the way. We've missed all the targets in the last number of years under all governments, to be fair. And so it's a comparator, and I'm not here as a representative of the Conservative Party, although I am a member. Um, The policies that you're going to see in the coming months and in the lead up to an election, I believe, are going to make the Conservative Party very competitive and, in fact, very attractive as an alternative to what we've seen under the last three liberal mandates. Peter, congratulations on a successful uh, convention and uh, your, your introduction speech for and thank you. You've always been accessible to me. I appreciate that. You've never said no. You've never ducked an interview. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Roy, and thank you for being such a great purveyor of the truth, which is uh, what we always hope for and expect in the media, and you've been a champion for the truth for many, many years. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.